This is Mistakes in the Making. Hi, I'm Shannon E. Johnson, and I'm here to talk about mistakes. So my mistake comes when I am in my early 20s. I have put everything in my car to move to Los Angeles so that I can learn a little bit more about the film, film industry before I go off to grad school. And during that time, I'm taking any job that I can just so I can learn. And everyone continues to tell me that I don't have to go to film school, but I need to pick a lane. And at this time in my life, I'm thinking I am multi-talented, I'm multifaceted, I am multi-hyphenated. I can do all the things. I can sing, I can dance, I can act, I can host, I can write. And everyone is telling me, you got to pick a thing. You got to pick a thing. You got to pick a thing. And I just wasn't ready to hear it. And so because of that, I ended up kind of having a roundabout journey. Right. So I spent some time in production. I spent some time in casting. I spent some time in uh, talk shows. I spent some time in unscripted. I then ended up going to film school, having a great time there and choosing to go into development after that instead of going into writing. And I spent a couple of years in development and then I quit that and went to join um, a dance company. And so then I spent some years in a dance company and then I quit that and I started to go do Broadway national tours and I spent some time doing that. And it wasn't until I got to the end of that where I was in a place where I said, OK, I have been chasing all of these things because I'm just the kind of person that feels like, you know, you're only going to live once. If it's something you want to do, do it. But I never chose one thing and put all of my energy into it. Right. I mean, while I was doing all of these things for my career, I was also the uh, executive director of a nonprofit. And I was also uh, the head of my homecoming committee for undergrad. Um, I was doing so many things that I was being pulled in a lot of different directions. I was never choosing to just give all of my energy to one place. So it wasn't until I was about 36 years old, maybe. And I got into a spot where I was like, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to give this musical theater thing one last chance. First of all, my neck, my back, my knees were already over me <laughs> at this point. But I was like, OK, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to give it a chance. And if I get a big enough show, then I'll keep doing this. And if not, then I am going to go back to Hollywood, try to become a, an executive again, start putting my degrees to work. And I'm just going to focus there. And so I ended up getting a decent show um, while I was doing um, uh, all of that auditioning, but also from like nowhere with no effort whatsoever, clients started falling in my lap. Once I became a performing artist, people would contact me all the time and say, hey, can you look at my script? Hey, can you look at my script? And I would do it because I was a contracting artist. And when you're a contractor, when you're not in the contract, you're not making money. So everybody kind of has a side hustle. And I was excited that my side hustle could be something that I was interested in, which is writing. So people were contacting me for those things, but I wasn't taking it seriously. I wasn't trying to make it into a career. I was simply just doing it because I could and I can get like a couple of coins on the side. So here I am in New York City waking up every morning uh, so I can get my voice ready so I could, you know, exercise and stretch, go into the city, sweating by the time I get there, go into the restroom, put my face on, put my clothes on so I can stand in line for an audition just to get to the front of the line for them to say, we're not seeing non-union people. And this was happening like every day. OK, I was going every day of the week and I would have this happen. And I felt like I'm in New York for no reason. Like, why am I here? Um, 
But while I was there, I started running into people who needed screenwriting help on a different level than I had done before. I started having an opportunity to host screenwriting workshops. Again, I was in New York for Broadway. I was not in New York for screenwriting. I remember stopping in the middle of a square. I had grocery bags in my arms. I'm from Texas, so we don't walk with groceries. So I'm in New York holding these groceries, standing in the middle of the square, and I'm literally looking up at, this, at the sky like, God, why are you doing this to me? My feet hurt. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm walking around with this stuff. Why am I here? You have to have me here for a reason. And I think it's so crazy that I went to New York to focus on Broadway, but the entire time something was tapping me on my shoulder saying, you need to be focused over here. You need to be focused over here. And so I ended up getting a show. I was going to do The Wiz. And because I kept getting signs from so many different places, I decided not to do The Wiz. And instead I put everything in my car again and drove back to LA. No house, no place to stay, no job, no nothing. But I was very focused and I understood that this is what I was supposed to be doing. I also stopped being the executive director of my nonprofit and I kind of put my homecoming committee to the side. And once I started focusing just on me, just on that one thing, just on my, you know, my calling, that's when things started to change for me. So who knows, had I focused on picking my lane when I was 22, when people were telling me about this, or had I decided, you know, sure, you can sing, dance, act, write, all these other things, but choose one of those things to master, right? It doesn't mean that you don't get an opportunity to dibble and dabble in the other, or that at some point in your life, you can't decide, all right, now I've given my however many years to this thing. Now I'm going to give my, my years to this thing. But anybody with more than one child will let you know it's hard to multitask, right? It's hard to give everyone the same amount of attention. And so what I found was, had I paid attention to everyone telling me then to pick a lane, I may have either gotten where I am sooner, or I may have been able to master one of those other things that I was you know, really excited about at that time. I could have had a career in that and then still pivoted and focused on something else to master. And that is my mistake. Thank you guys for having me. I'm Shannon E. Johnson. You can find me on Instagram at The Professional Pen. You can also find me on YouTube at Shannon E. Johnson, and that's S-H-A-N-N-A-N. See you guys over there. Come learn about screenwriting. Thank you, Bonsai, for having me. Make sure you guys are listening to the Make It Podcast. You've been listening to Mistakes in the Making. If you have your own mistake that you've made while in the film industry and you want to let others know, so they don't make the same mistake, reach out to us at contact at bonsai.film and we'll take it from there. You can also reach out to us on social media at underscore bonsai creative on Instagram and Twitter. And you can search for us on YouTube and Facebook by searching for bonsai creative. You can also visit our website where we have industry insights and links to all of our podcasts and so much more at www dot bonsai dot film and thank you for listening <laughs>